Hey guys, welcome to the Let's Mosley podcast. This is your host, Skylar, and I'm an online personal coach and gaming enthusiast. I went from being an underdog to being a hero of my story, and now I'm here to help guide you to being a hero of yours. Through health, fitness, and sharing my story, I hope to show you that if I can do it, you can do it too. With that being said, Let's Mosley. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Let's Mosley podcast. I hope you guys had a, a great weekend. Today is Tuesday, January 10th, so when you guys will listen to this, it'll be Wednesday, January 11th. I'm still sticking to that habit of making sure that I record the day before I'm going to actually publish a podcast episode. That way I don't get too busy with my check-ins and just, like I said before, Wednesday's is such a really, really busy, really, really busy day for me. So I've been, I've been doing some more reading and I've been doing some more research and I've been doing some more experimentation on myself and Man, y'all, it's just, it's crazy to me how, and when you think about it, 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 it makes sense, but it's crazy to me how our emotions are so tied to our habits or forming habits or anything like that. So, you know, a lot of what I've been learning is, you know, habits and behaviors and, you know, I'm realizing it's, it's no different than like the fitness industry where there's like a lot of myths out there. There's a lot of stuff out there that isn't actually true. It's things that people just came up with and, you know, people just ran along with it. So I, for the longest time, thought that it takes 21 days to form a habit. Come to find out, that's a load of bullshit. It's, that's not true at all, you know? And really think about it. Like, Think about things that you've done consistently, right? Think about the habits that you've tried to build. Maybe you've done a 21 day. There's so many challenges out there for like 21 day this, 21 day that, you know, 30 days this, 30 days that. Like, how many of those have you actually tried, right? And you may have seen success. How many of those habits or the things that you wanted to do actually stayed with you, though? You know, for example, I know a few years ago, Carrie and I did, I'm sure you guys have heard of the Whole30 before. If you don't know what the Whole30 is, the Whole30 is, essentially it is a an elimination diet. So if you are someone who deals with like extreme inflammation, you know, when you eat dairy or you have gluten or anything like that, you know, it, it's basically a diet that you follow for 30 days where you don't have anything processed. Everything pretty much is, you know, whole foods, no dairy products or anything like that. So what it, what essentially what it's, what it's made for is it's, again, it's an elimination diet. So you, you eliminate all these foods that may be causing your body to react a certain way. And once still 30 days are up, what you do is each day you slowly reintroduce the foods that you were having before. So you're, you're still eating like you're on the whole 30. You're still eating mainly whole foods and no dairy products or anything like that. No, you know, refined carbs or anything, but you're slowly introducing your old diet back in to see what, what triggers for you, what triggers your, your, you know, any inflammation or bloating or anything like that. And, you know, when you, as you're doing that, that gives you the, the green light or the red light on whether or not it's okay to continue eating the, that food or not. And, you know, ultimately that's up to you. That's up to your choice. And I'll, I'll actually talk about, I have something to talk about, but I'll talk about that on another, another episode. But, you know, we've done that before and, you know, I'm trying to think like some of the stuff that we took from doing 
that program, that diet, we still kind of utilize today, but a lot of what we, what we learned and what we did, the habits that we have formed while we were doing that didn't really stick. You know, I'll be honest with you. I did, I did it. I mainly did it to support my wife during it while she was doing it. Cause I, you know, I, I'm, you guys know me, like I'm all about support and your environment and people around you. So if you have people supporting you, it's easier to stay on track. So, you know, I, I did it to help support her. And, you know, after the 30 days, like I didn't even slowly introduce stuff. I just went back to eating how I was regularly, regularly eating, but I didn't, I did notice a difference. I, I felt, I did feel better. I felt a lot better actually doing the whole 30. And again, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't something I didn't form a habit. None of the habits really stuck. Even after 30 days, I went right back to what I was doing. Like it was nothing. And it all falls back to, you know, your, your bad habits never really going away. But this myth behind 21 days or 30 days or whatever, you know, to break a habit, it's like, it's, it's not true. It's not true at all. You know, a lot of how we build habits, a lot of how we break habits is by based off of our emotions and how we're feeling. Now, this is going to sound really odd and really maybe even childish to some people. But, you know, while you're trying to form these habits, ask yourself this question. Like, how often are you celebrating immediately after you do your habit, you perform the habit? Like, what does your celebration look like? Do you do it immediately? Do you do it later in the day? Do you do it later in the week? Do you do it later in the month? But regardless, how do you celebrate the act of doing the habit that you're trying to form. And I'm not talking about like rewarding yourself because reward the, the word reward is so ambiguous. It's it's so broad. And I feel like over time it's been taken to a level where it could be detrimental to you. But how often do you actually celebrate immediately after performing a habit that you wanted to do. And it could be, it could be anything. It doesn't need to be anything crazy. It could be something really small. It could be something that you say out loud. It could be like a little dance that you do. It could be something that you just say in your mind, like, good job, Skylar. Like I got this done today, like, and a smile. But like, what I want you to do is I want you to figure out Ways that you naturally celebrate, right? Ways that make you like, that are genuinely making you feel good when you accomplish something. Like what is your go-to celebration move or celebration thought or celebration saying or affirmation, whatever it is. Like what do you normally do when you are proud of yourself? How do you express it? And what you can do to help trick your brain into learning habits easier is by celebrating immediately after you do your habit. And there's actually another way you could do this. You can do three celebrations at once. You can celebrate when you think about doing the habit, you can celebrate while you're doing the habit and you can celebrate after the habit is done. It's three in one, but a lot of our habits, a lot of our behaviors are tied to our emotions. So if we work on the skill of celebrating after we perform 
the habit or the task, whatever it is that you're trying to do, it increases the likelihood of it sticking because you're going to associate that. Your brain's going to associate that with feeling good. Remember, we change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad. So if you're feeling good after you perform a habit, the odds of you doing it again are going to increase because you want that feeling again. You want to feel good again. You know, think about it like this. You know, I read it, I read this in the book and it was actually a good analogy. So, and I want you to think about the importance of celebration and how it's so hardwired into our brain to work well. So in the book I read, you know, it was, it was, they gave an example of, you know, a parent and their kid trying to walk. So my parents out there, you don't got to be a parent. Like this, if you have nephew, nieces, whatever, like if you've been around to see a baby go from crawling to standing to walking, when they're in the act of walking, you're you're super you're super excited, right? You celebrate, you cheer them on. Even though it's really really small, you're cheering them on because you know what that is going to lead to. So you know that once they're able to start walking, at some point they're going to be able to start running but you know that the act of walking is something that they're going to be doing for the rest of their life so you celebrate it. you you cheer them on and what you're doing when you do that is you're you're giving the child the baby you're giving them positive feedback you're giving them positive reinforcement and you're giving them that dopamine rush that they that they that are that we need that we want that our body wants and our brain wants and you're telling them like when you do this there is a reward. There is a there is a celebration, not reward. There's a celebration afterwards. You know, we're excited, we're happy, we're cheering for you, all that stuff. And all that gets it gets stored in our brain. And it's the same thing when it's working on your habits. No matter how small it is, no matter how minuscule you think the habit that you're trying to change is, celebrate it anyways. No matter as soon as you do it, just celebrate it. Just celebrate it immediately. Celebrate it and actually mean it. Like fine again. Find your natural way to celebrate and try to incorporate that into your habits as you're working on them. I know that there's, I said there's three to do, you know, when you think about the habit, while you're doing the habit and afterwards. But if you struggle with with celebrating small successes to begin with, let's just start with celebrating after you do the habit that you're working on. You know, as I was reading this book, it really stood out to me that we don't really celebrate the small stuff. You know, a lot of a lot of our celebrations are the go big, go home celebrations. And I'm guilty of this as well, too. I'm realizing I'm like, man, I don't really celebrate like a lot of the small things I do throughout the day or did I through do throughout the week. Like, I don't look at that stuff and I don't celebrate the little small things that I'm doing here and there. I'm always waiting for the big giant change to happen or the big giant moment to be like, OK, now I can celebrate. And it's like, nah. We need to work on changing that. So it's interesting. It's interesting to me because like, I, you know, these are things that I want to work on myself, obviously, and I want to help you guys with as well. So, you know, it's just really insightful. It's really eye opening for me to see how, again, how much emotion plays such a huge impact and part on, you know, forming our habits. Going to the gym, for example. Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm go way back, way back. In my last story, before I head off here, I'm going way back. 
many of you know that I struggled with trying to form a habit of working out. And it was a it was a struggle for me because I didn't find any enjoyment out of it. I didn't find any satisfaction out of it. And a large part of that was because I didn't know what I was doing. And because I didn't know what I was doing, I didn't know what to expect. And because we want instant gratification, you know, I was discouraged a lot because I wanted to see results right away. But y'all know that's that's just not the case, you know, especially when it comes to working out and whatnot. But what changed for me when I had the aha moment of being like, okay, you know, I've, I've tried this numerous times in the past. It doesn't work for me. Obviously, I need help. I need someone to help me. And I, you know, I found someone to help me. And it felt good. For the first time after completing a workout, I felt good. And I felt good because I felt like this was it. Like I, I I feel like I felt like I had everything I needed to make sure that I was able to stay on track. And the the catalyst for me to to keep doing that was the was me feeling good. You know, I had accountability, I had guidance, I had some understanding of what I needed to do, and I knew that this was going to take time and that I had to be patient. And when I realized that and I understood all of that, it took a lot of it, it was it, it was relieving for me. It took a lot of the, the pressure off of me of trying to figure this out on my own and getting frustrated every time I messed up, every time I didn't go to the gym. Every time I started eating like crap again, like it just frustrated the crap out of me. So now that I had this new, this new feeling, this the again, this epiphany, this aha moment, I was just like, okay, this is going to work. And I felt good and I kept feeling good. And I wanted, I wanted to keep feeling good. I told you guys before, like it completely how it completely changed how I felt about myself. I felt more confident. Like at things, it was it was a slow thing. It didn't happen overnight, but I just kept feeling better and better and better every time I went to the gym. Yeah, I'd be sore after the workouts, but underneath all that, like I felt amazing. And I just wanted to keep feeling that way. I wanted to keep feeling amazing. And that's what got me into being a trainer is I want you guys to feel amazing, you know? So, you know, it's just crazy thinking back to how I ended up forming this habit, not realizing that it was easier for me to do because of the feeling associated with finally feeling like accomplished and, you know, and success with what I was trying to do. Now, granted, I should have been a lot, shouldn't have been so hard on myself in the past, but I didn't know that. And you shouldn't be so hard on yourself in this moment either. If you've been struggling to get into a routine, if you've been struggling to eat healthier, don't be hard on yourself. We just need to figure out ways are going to work for you. Everyone's different. So we just need to figure out what works for you by trial and error and experimentation and just being straight out coachable and just take it from there. So I believe you guys with this again, when you're trying to form your habit, no matter how small it is, celebrate it and really mean it when you celebrate it. Think about, again, think about your most authentic celebration that you do when you, you know, when you win, you know, a match in Call of Duty or, you know, you win at bingo or whatever, you, 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 you make that basketball shot, whatever it is, that feeling that you feel when you, and you celebrate, whether it's in your head or whatever, 
use that when you're working on your habits. So if your habit is to start walking more and you get out and you walk for five minutes, celebrate that. I don't care if you wanted to go for 20 minutes and you did five minutes, celebrate it. You still did it. You st- it and it's, it's going to make you feel good. Guys, if you need to contact me, you can reach me on Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram at SkyDFit. If you want to collaborate, if you have any questions, you can email me email me at Skylar at MosleyFitness.com. Check out my business page, Mosley Fitness. I have a lot of things that I'm currently working on behind the scenes right now. Hopefully, we'll be able to talk about that sometime next month. Or actually, maybe even before that. <laughs> But yeah, I have a lot going on, so I'm looking forward to telling you guys when I can. And yeah, celebrate the small wins. Don't reward yourself, but celebrate the small wins. And with that being said, let's mostly. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Mosley podcast. I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen in, and I hope you got a lot of value from today's episode. Don't forget to share this podcast and leave a review. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Have a good day.